I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up. Hi, and welcome to this week's version of the CAFMA Connect. I'm Assistant Chief Cody Rose. Uh, Fire Chief Scott Freitag is out this week. He had surgery this past Tuesday on his back, and that all went well. He's doing very well. He did tell me not long after surgery that he felt immediate relief of the pain that he was having in his back, so that's a good thing. So he's at home recovering from that and hopes to be back next week. We'll see how that all goes, but... I'm here today with our technical services division manager, Jonah Van Tile, who normally stands behind the camera, but he's in front of the camera to much of his pleasure Chagrin. this week. So, Jonah, let's talk about some things going on in tech services. And we've had some major, major updates, major changes this past month. And let's talk about some of those. Okay, can we start with discussing an SOG, <laughs> podcast SOG? I, I told him we were not going to talk about this, I but would, he's really adamant to talk about I would really like to it, see so. uh, uh, some type of minimum notification requirement that you're going to be on the podcast, <laughs> as well as um, some like limit of number of times that you must appear upon the co- podcast <laughs> per year. Um, and know. the only reason he's saying all that is because I called him about what, an hour ago and said, hey, we're going to go do the podcast. And then I called Crossman right after that and said, hey, I need you to record the podcast. So Eric Crossman's behind the camera this week while Jonah's in I front would, of the camera. I would camera. just love to, for him to come, uh, for Chief to come try and grab uh, Chief Fetima and, and Chief Fetima say, sorry, SOG says like, you got 24 hours. I can't. We should just make it a policy. Have the board approve it and make it a policy then. Yeah. Yeah, it's tech services. We've been really busy um, uh, and and migrating, and I'm sure that people are completely done reading my emails. In fact, you know, we we did get a group. The, one of the emails I sent a number of weeks ago, I, I put a, a line at the bottom of it that said, uh, "If you read this email, send me an email with the with the subject that says I did it." And I think I got like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, which means only ten. Quickly, only ten yeah. percent. Only ten percent of the agency is even fully reading my email, so yeah. I should just stop sending them anyway. <laughs> Those 10 are the ones that didn't have any issues when the migration they, they, happened. Yeah, they, they at least knew what was going on. Yeah. So if we back up um, a number of years, so CAFMA obviously was created from COIFD and and, uh, and uh, Chino uh, Valley Fire. And so when that happened, it was more like COIFD adopted Chino Valley and depends on who you're talking to. It depends on. Chino, from a net, I'm, ta- Valley, I'm talking Chino about Valley purely from Central a IT, <laughs> purely from an IT perspective. So when he went to log in your computer, it said CYFD. Yeah. And and Chief Freitag hated that. Yeah. And so they came to me when I first started. This is four years ago, and said we don't want it to say CYFD anymore. And okay, you understand how complicated of a process. You just go it is. in there and hit delete my, and then type in <laughs> Kathleen. That's what my daughter said. <laughs> and like. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. So, um, and then we, so we kind of got halfway down that road and then I kind of was told some new information. So I kind of blew that whole thing up and started over again. And, uh, so then in the middle of all that, uh, last year, um, there were some major, uh, vulnerabilities with the email system that we were using, which was located in our data center. And, uh, that just really started making us consider maybe we need to move our e- our email and some of our services uh off premise into the cloud which just means someone else's computer i mean it's not it still needs a computer to run obviously anyway and um also in the middle of all that chief right decided that 
he really wanted to move to a .gov domain. So move from CACFire.org to a .gov. So those three kind of converged. Any one of those is a beast to undertake. Um, we decided to do all three at the same time, which looking back, I think I would probably do it the same way. I don't think that I would, I don't think I would change anything. Um, but we know some stuff now that we didn't know before that we may have uh, considered. But so that's kind of what happened. We we did an internal domain migration, um, which just means that now when you log into your computer, it says CAC Fire instead. Effectively, <laughs> effectively, that's what it means to most people. Um, we also got to clean a lot of stuff out, and um, our email is now, and some of our services are now off 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 site, and um, and now when you go to our website, it forwards to CACFire.gov, um, and all of our emails have changed to .gov as well. We actually lucked out of our domain name. Our domain name was CAZ Fire. The requirement for local governments like ours to have a .gov email is to have the state abbreviation inside of your domain. That's why when Prescott went to a .gov, they did prescott-az.gov. Prescott Valley did prescottvalley-az.gov. We lucked out in that we already had AZ in ours, so we could just do CAZfire.gov, and it worked out perfect. So, so. it's good that we didn't do CAFMA.org. If you would have done CAFMA.org, we, we would have been having to change it. Yeah. So we just that was good. a decision that was made and ended up helping in this process. So Good. good. So other than that, and we also switched to Office 365 at the same time as that, which was another, like he was talking about, another beast to handle. Yeah, yeah. so um, it, it's, it's, there's just a lot to learn. Um, and so in, in making that migration, it's just, uh, it's just working through a lot of those pieces. How do you get the email from one system to the other? How do you keep everything flowing without causing any interruptions? Um, how do you get, how do people interact with their files and their data now? So we're just, we're, we're trying to help people kind of stumble through that a little bit. So far we haven't had any major problems. Um, so yeah, and what people I think some people are seeing at the stations or at their offices is opening up their computer the first time and my stuff's gone. It's not there. We've heard that several yeah. times. I heard that several times, and it's a matter of just waiting. Let it upload waiting to your we, computer. We did run into a couple of issues with some of those processes that worked in our testing, but when it, when we pushed it out organizational wide, some stuff just didn't work, and so that's why we were here. We got yeah. it. We got it all functioning and. And uh, people were calling me panicking. I don't know where my, my files are. No, they're still here. Like, we got it. Don't worry. We've got we've got it. So, um, so far, so far, so good. Everything seems to be operating pretty optimally. And I'll say uh, while we're here on this, kudos to Jonah and his team for taking this on. This went out on a Friday, on Labor Day weekend. And Jonah and Titus worked through the weekend and came through on Monday, had a couple of things they had to to address on Tuesday it wasn't Monday, but it came on a Tuesday. Address those, but overall, in four days, they made a huge, giant project work through and with with very minimal issues compared to some of the other organizations that have went through this recently in the last couple of years. That I've yeah. talked to some folks that they're still having problems it's years right. later and they're still yeah. having problems. So, well, can I also obviously thanks to Titus. Titus was yeah. invaluable in this process. Um, his we have very complementary uh, skill sets. So um, it works out really well with a project like this. So there's a lot of stuff that I said, hey, Titus, take this. I need you to figure this out. And yeah. he did a great job. Um, but I would like to thank four other people, and that is my wife and children. <laughs> yeah. They were extremely yeah. supportive during this yeah. process. It was not easy. 
there were moments where I was very frustrated and um, they were just so helpful and loving and, and thank you. Yeah. Wife and children. <laughs> just to be understanding of, of the project that he was taking on. So yes, thank you to the family at home. Um, and, and like Jonah's talking about, we were talking a little bit about this before we came on the air and I, he was saying a lot more stuff that, that, that encompassed that I had said, we, I think we need to dumb it down and just let's make it firefighter version. And this is what happened. And when you turn your computer on, this is why, and all the back stuff. So there's a ton of work that went into this that I've seen Jonah doing and Titus doing that, that made no sense to me. And when he's talking about it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, but there, this is a huge, huge project that these guys have, have conquered. And I think did a very, very good job with it. So thank you to, yeah. to Titus and to Jonah for this. And, and everything that, and again, to his family at home and Titus's family at home. Yeah, Titus has a little definitely. baby at home. So yeah. to work through the weekend with that, great job. What else do we got in tech services after oh, that's all done oh and conquered? We had something with access control. He made a big deal about it. I don't know what. Oh, it was just a matter gosh. of typing something in the computer and fixing it. Oh, yeah, I managed it? to lock everyone out of the buildings completely <laughs> for about 20 minutes the other day. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, w- I went to meet with with Jonah for a meeting completely separate. I could see it on his face that like, I have a huge problem going on. I don't even <laughs> want to go to this meeting, but I'll sit there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. There, there's, there's just a lot. Um, right now, uh, our, our telecommunications specialist, uh, Tony Frazier and Dave Legg are working on some really big projects. They've, um, they've, we've been partners with, uh, the YCSO sheriff's office, um, for a long time. And, uh, they have been working on engineering and, designing the radio system for the new jail so they will be installing that at some point in the next couple of months um so that's a huge project uh tony is is working on a couple of new towers at our at our uh one at station 63 and one at station 61 which will greatly improve our communications infrastructure as well as our uh, capabilities moving forward into the future um michael freeman has been working really hard at, at, uh, a number of projects and helping to improve, uh, our statistical understanding of, of the data. And, and he also has to deal with a last minute requests on a regular <laughs> basis, which may or may not include the Maps, EMS maybe? chief yeah. hanging out at his desk for hours at a time. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot there. Um, and that's just not, that's on top of, a really bad monsoon season where lightning has just been yeah. killing us. So I was just thinking that talk about, talk a little bit about what we had with that. And we had the lightning strikes at multiple locations. Yeah. So, so, um, Tony and Dave have over the years have done an amazing job at ensuring that our towers are grounded well. So that lightning things like, like, cause you do have a top of a mountain and a big metal structure pointing up in the air um, obviously will attract lightning, but they've done a really great job at protecting all of the, uh, equipment that is on the tower through proper grounding, uh, tactics. And, but what happens is there's other things up there too. So what we, as far as we can tell with glassword, it struck a solar panel and, um, and it managed to get its weight in the solar system and it caused some problems there, um, damaged some other equipment. 58, we're still not really sure what happened there, but, um, it just, rip the network apart from the inside out. That was awesome. And then we had the same thing at 62. Um, it wasn't as bad at 62, but same thing. So um, monsoon season's almost over. I've never seen it this bad as far as lightning causing damage, but we're considering ways that we can um, protect the network uh, in new ways that, that would 
prevent some of this damage from occurring. But that's why you have insurance and, you know, yeah, there yeah. I'm sending a bunch of stuff over to Chief Tharp right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I've been here 21 years and Joan and I were talking about this. Like, I can't tell you the last time. I think I only remember one time a station being struck by lightning. It didn't cause that many issues but we have three in a couple months so yeah he was telling me there's storm comes through and he hears lightning (laughs) and he wakes up can't go back to sleep at night so yeah so that's another one of the things that they're working through yeah um what else do we have i know we're working on some new vehicles uh one of those vehicles happens to be for jonah that he's (laughs) been dying to have that we put it off last year and the year before and the year before but it is here (laughs) we're just waiting on a camper shell and a slide out tray so we can put it in and hopefully that happens the next couple weeks and he can have a new vehicle yeah i told tony to to put that one at the bottom of the list we've got too many other vehicles that we need to outfit between prevention and a warehouse and um, the other vehicles that we have i have a truck so if it if it takes another month for me to get i'm not too worried about it yeah um Tony did just finish up with Rescue 61 with the MDT, the radios. This is the first rescue that's going to have headsets in them. So all that's done. And And I will just say, you open up. If you have a chance, if you're at 61, just open up. look Look at the job that he did. Like the craftsmanship is amazing. And it's just the way that he runs everything, the, the time that he takes, the care that he takes, um, we have we have some of the best professionals in the state or possibly the country working for us. I mean, there's company outfitters in Phoenix that literally like have learned how to do things from Tony and Dave. Like they're they're just they're such professionals in that area yeah. and they do a great job. Yeah, it's I looked in that yesterday and it's very obvious looking in how he mounted the the hardware and how the headsets are mounted and the brackets that are holding them. It's very obvious he did a great job in putting all that together. Yeah. But the crews, I think the crews will like having the headsets, yeah. so being something new, and they've been on some of these rescues in the past and not being able to talk from the back to the front, but now yeah. that's, that's avoided and we can do that. So thank you to Tony for getting that done. Dave's also, Dave and Tony have also both been working on um, extending our network out uh, into new areas, our voice uh, network out into new areas. Um, Dave has been working on contracts and partnerships with DPS. He kind of heads up that side of uh, our agreements with the uh, Department of Public Safety. They're on our towers. We're on their towers. Um, so he's been working uh, working on some of those things. And, and Tony's been working on um, looking at some other uh, possibly commercial sites for us to get some space on in yeah. uh, other areas of the, of the county. So um, they've got, they got lots of responsibility on their shoulders uh, and they, they bear it very well. And, and uh, in a, in a way that most people probably don't recognize. So yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, that's something we've talked about a lot. And one of the other things too, that we're just adding on top of that, our coverage within CAFMA's district is very, very good radio wise because of what Tony and Dave have done. But what you're talking about is expanding that. And maybe it's not so much because of CAFMA's district is going to be expanding in the near future. But when we talk about basin coverage and with wildland fires and, mm-hmm. and, and issues like that within the basin, that's, this is going to greatly, greatly increase the coverage when, when they get all that. Definitely. Done. Definitely. And it's just going to keep growing. Like nothing's that's, that's not changing, you know? So, um, they're just worth trying to think into the future and, 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 uh, what that can mean. And there, you know, maybe new opportunities within our division to get involved. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so keep your, keep your eye, your ears and eyes open for 
for yeah. those opportunities. That's coming in the very near future. We just recently worked on the the strategic plan and I know Jonah called me and said, I I wasn't able to be at that last meeting, but Jonah called me and said, you won't believe how much stuff in the strategic plan directly goes back to tech services. Yeah. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to get it all done. Yeah. So I went and looked through some of those and like, yeah, you're exactly right. The, with two guys in tech services that work on the computer side of it, it two guys can't do what was yeah. in there. So we're working on expanding that and, and making that end product for our users, a uh, better product. So. Yeah. Um, let's briefly talk about PS tracks and what that is and what that's going to look like coming out in the next, probably in, in January, February, sometime in that early springtime. Yeah. So PS tracks is a platform. Um, I, I believe that we heard about it first from city of Prescott, if I know yeah, Chief, from, Dura. Chief Dura, yeah. um, which just helps centralize a lot of the, uh, workflows that we're doing within, uh, our daily operations. So specifically warehouse, uh, fleet facilities and ops. So it, I think it's going to make everyone's life a lot easier from doing truck checks, uh, inventory checks, um, scheduled maintenance and ordering and all that kind of stuff. Um, it is, is a pretty robust system and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the end product looks like. Also the PS tracks team, like I have worked in it for a long time and the, it is just the stereotypical salesman tactic of over promising and under delivering right that is just yeah, what they do yeah. they promise you the world and when they finally have your money they just leave you hanging yeah. um if they do what they say they're going to do it's going to make our lives a lot better um it's going to mean that a lot of the pressure um for keeping that system functional and expanding is on them and not on us yeah um so that's that's really good um but i think it's going to be awesome i mean for the guys to take an ipad out and not to have to figure out what they're doing that day. It just, here's your checks you're doing for the day and everything's yeah. there. You can stop, oh, this, you know, there's a damage here. Take a picture. Now fleet has it or facilities has it. Like yeah. it's going to be awesome. Yeah, so. like all those processes. For the end user, the guys and gals out at the station, if something, if you're doing a lost damage report, if you're doing your truck check, any of that stuff that you do instead of, which ultimately we're trying to go away from the paper and put it into that uh, digital format. But you could even use it on your phone. If you want to use your phone, you open up your phone, log in under your username, and it'll tell you what needs to be done for yep. that day at the station that you're at. And you get those tasks completed. And once you hit complete, it sends it on to the people that need to get it and you're done. You don't yep. have to do anything from there. Yep. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great thing, and I think it's going to improve a lot of our processes that we currently have. And just to get away from that paper, anytime we want to look back, we got to go to a file and find, hey, where's the right, paper from a that you had? And, having the data available to you in a, yeah. in a format that you can search from, that you can report on, that's invaluable. Like, you just that needs to happen. And um, and then, then you can create dashboards and the ability to look at that data in a way that helps. And so, and to get notifications on those things as well. So, yeah. it's just... It definitely is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for your attire, too. I know you're stressed <laughs> about your attire, but I'm impressed by your I attire I wouldn't have worn today. a hat. <laughs> See, this is the good part about giving Jonah an hour notice. Like, he can't go change anything. I can't go he home can't and think about it. I just, can't, and I can't be This so, is the Jonah that we I can't see be so day. vain that I go home and change. <laughs> like... He's not even clean shaven. He's nothing, but that's the Jonah that oh, we get to gosh. see. So this is the guy that does the work, not the one that was going to be all clean and hairbrushed. And this <laughs> is the Jonah that we know that does a great job. So Jonah, thank you. Eric in the back, thank you very much for being here. And to that end, 
We'll see you guys next week, and maybe you'll have Chief Freitag back. Thank you. Thank you.